welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Monsters. I'm Mike. I'm Allison. I'm Lizzie. And today we're going to continue our Halloween mini-sodes and with our theme on horror anthologies. Today, Lizzie is going to ask me a question. Now, this question was formulated by both Allison and Lizzie, but Lizzie is going to actually pose the question to me. This question is about the 1982 film called Creep Show. It's based on the comic books by the same name. So the question is, there are five mini-stories written into the movie besides the frame story. What awards would you give to each of these stories? Yeah, this is a really good question because the idea of just thinking of one specific thing that really sticks out and then sort of mark it by giving it an award. They're not necessarily awards for being good. Some of them can be awards for being bad. So the first story is called Father's Day and it's about a rich father who treated the rest of his family really badly. And towards the last days of his life when he was basically bedridden, he really psychologically abused, especially his daughter and some of his other family members who were tasked with taking care of him. He died under mysterious circumstances and it's assumed that they just couldn't take this guy anymore and they murdered him. So every Father's Day, the remaining members of his family get together and they celebrate Father's Day. And so I think now it's been seven years have passed and he winds up rising up from the grave as a zombie. The famous scene in it is at the end um, when he says, I want my cake. And this is because there's a flashback from when he was alive and he would constantly ring a bell and when it was Father's Day, he would demand to have his cake and he just wouldn't shut up. And he would just say it over and over, I want my cake, I want my cake. And so finally at the end when he's a zombie, he winds up murdering all the rest of his family. He puts one of the family members' heads on the cake and he says, I got my cake. The award I wanna give this story is, I'm going to give it the worst dance sequence I have ever seen in my life. But there's a scene where Ed Harris is dancing with one of the nieces or something, and I don't know what kind of dance this is supposed to be. The music is very generic. Now, you got to remember, this is 1982, and it's supposed to be some kind of post-punk new wave music playing, but the dance moves are just so painful to watch. It's just one of those moments where you literally want to fast forward because it's that painful. Its award is worst dance scene I've ever seen in a movie. The next tale, this one stars Stephen King, who was a co-writer in the show, and he plays the part of a lonely farmer. There's a meteorite that crashes, and he goes and checks out the site where it landed, and he makes the mistake of touching it, and it turns out that this meteorite is really an alien invasion, but it's an invasion of plants, basically. And it's not even like walking man-eating plants. It's just like a, a moss. It just keeps on growing and it doesn't stop. And there's very little dialogue, if any, because he's just by himself. And so as this tale goes on, every time they cut further and further, like after more minutes have gone by, he's just slowly being covered by moss till in the end, he's literally just become evergreen or whatever it is. And I guess it hurts or it itches. And so he wants winds up just killing himself, like shooting himself in the head with a shotgun at the end. So I would have to give this the award of the most depressing out of all of them. I mean, the guy's alone, he's living alone, and it's really sad. And he doesn't really hurt anyone. You know, he seems like a dum-dum-dum-dum kind of farmer guy. And then he winds up just having to kill himself because he became a plant. The third one, this one has Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen. So this one has two really good actors. Basically, the story in this one is that Leslie Nielsen's wife is cheating on him at, with Ted Danson, and he knows about it. He seems to be well-to-do, kind of wealthy guy. And he lives on the beach, and he winds up getting 
getting revenge by burying them up to their necks in the sand and then having the tide come in and drown them. Oh, and he also sets up a camera so he can watch the whole thing and watch them drown. And he seems to get off on it. At the end, they basically rise up from the dead, more or less as zombies, haunting him and killing him. It's very effective. So I would give this one the award of this is probably the best episode. Most creative story, I think, out of all the five. The next one, the fourth one, is basically about a Tasmanian devil, and it stars Hal Holbrook and Adrian Barbeau. This one's really good, too. This is one, I think this is the one that George Romero sort of collaborated on. And so this one is, it's about a bunch of academics. There's a janitor, the janitor's cleaning in some department in the university, and he notices there's a crate underneath the stairs, and it turns out that there's a Tasmanian devil in it. Now, this isn't like a real Tasmanian devil. I'm just calling it a Tasmanian devil because it reminds me of the Looney Tunes Tasmanian devil. When he ran around, he would create like a tornado and he would just literally cut through things or eat his way through things. This creature actually looks more like an ape, but it's an ape with super long and sharp teeth. And this thing is just scary as hell. And it just rips people to shreds. I mean, it is by far like one of the most fiercest monsters I've ever seen in any TV show or movie. So Adrienne Barbeau is just really a piece of work in this. I mean, she does a great job acting, but her character is so unlikable. Uh, her husband is just one of these pushover guys and he just wants his wife to be happy and he's just a total yes man. He does whatever his wife tells him. And she just takes advantage of him. She treats him like garbage and you just really grow to dislike this woman so much. So in the end, he sets it up so that the Tasmanian devil attacks her and he finally gets rid of her that way. So uh, I have to give this one the award of most satisfying revenge. I mean, this story is so effective because Adrian Barbeau does such a good job acting and being dislikable. This last one is another one that really only has like one person in it for the most part. And he's a, some sort of a scientist uh, he's living on, in some penthouse in New York City and he's got a fear of insects and he's just a germaphobe and he keeps on spraying raid and stuff like that all over the bugs and he's calling the superintendent complaining about the infestation of insects. His whole apartment is totally sterile and for some reason he keeps on seeing roaches in it and finally in the end the roaches just come pouring out of the drains and everything and, and there's literally thousands of roaches and for the most part they use real bugs. There's a moment where E.J. Marshall is still acting and it's that scene where he's about to be covered by thousands of insects and there is a moment there where he literally had to sit there and let probably about a hundred cockroaches like crawl on him until they cut to a dummy. And then it's just the dummy being like overrun by all the roaches. But all I can say, the award I would give this one is the no effing way would I ever do that if I were an actor. There's just no way. They couldn't pay me enough money to let that many roaches crawl all over me. I, it's the most cringy, uh, yeah. Those are my awards for Creepshow, and um, we'll be back again tomorrow with a third and final question on horror anthologies. Hi. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Leave us five stars and a review. Thanks.